Welcome to another edition of Childhood Ruin, Porch Drinking Edition. I am one of your hosts, Chris Benefield. And I'm your other host, Michael Mallon. And we are on location in West Glacier, Montana. Yes. Staring at the silhouette of a mountain. It's gotten pretty dark right yes, now. Yes, it is. The sun is down, and we're, there's some trees and mountain and... It is just some beautiful country. If you've never been out to Glacier National Park, we highly recommend it. Absolutely. You're going to hear some background ambiance, not including that, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, a, a, it's a friend of ours' birthday tonight. Uh, yes. the, the theme is Yacht Rock, so you're going to hear that, as well as uh, there's pin the horn on the unicorn going on with the kids right now so that's, that's what's going on in the background yep and almost inevitably there's going to be a train at some point because we are yes in close we're proximity. literally right next to the train track although we do have a sweet house chris and i are on vacation with two other families and their children and we have a very sweet home that's just outside of glacier national park and I don't even know if it's really a downside. It's almost a feature is that the train track is, I mean, it's visible mm -hmm. house and the train is very active. So several times throughout the night and the day, the train's going by, it's loud. It sounds like it's about to drive through the house. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we, uh, it's maybe worth mentioning, we took the train out here. The, uh... We did. We took the train from Minnesota. 24 hours later, we ended up in Montana, mm -hmm. and it is just some gorgeous scenery. Mm -hmm. We went rafting today. Yep. Which was awesome. Yep. And we should mention, the, the explain the Yacht Rock a little bit, because we're going to get into that topic sure. specifically, that every night has a theme. So my night that I was in charge of was Star Wars night. Yep. Which... I figured that just playing Star Wars soundtracks would get pretty old pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So I found a bunch of off-kilter Star Wars cover songs. Right. And then what I realized about an hour and a half in is that whether it's Celtic music or metal or pop, hearing remixes of the main theme the cantina band <laughs> and the imperial march over and over again gets a little old yeah yeah there's, um, unfortunately there's really only like what like six star wars songs that you know non-hardcore the, non the really kind of guitar version of ray's theme was actually pretty sweet i like that uh yeah i mean there were some okay ones in there just it got repetitive it got a little repetitive mm -hmm. uh last night my wife had boy bands right there was probably too much new kids on the block for everyone's comfort <laughs> um, but tonight is really what i have been looking forward to mm -hmm. which was yacht rock mm -hmm. and chris you're more the music scholar <laughs> yeah sure um so for those playing at home who maybe don't know what Yacht Rock is, could you provide a Cliff Notes version of Yacht Rock? Well, it's it's a little elusive. We're going to bring in uh, Birthday our, Boy. our resident expert yes. here at some point. And, and when he's done playing Pin the Tail on the Unicorn. He, he'll give us a little bit more. Uh, the there, there's, there's a metric that he has been referencing to 
to uh, build his playlist. But um, I think the name basically comes from a certain style of like late 70s to early 80s music that um, pe- the kind of people in Southern California that owned yachts like to listen to is really the, the really shorthand for it. Uh, the biggest examples are, you know, probably what? I mean, we've been talking about it with Chad all night. You know, Michael McDonald. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins Toto. of that era. Um, yeah, definitely some Toto, like earlier Toto. Um, yeah, uh, so that that style of music, if you're listening closely, you're hearing it in the background. Yeah, you might be hearing it in the background. <laughs> right when we now. remix this later, it's, it might be all you hear. We don't know. Right. <laughs> to, for those listening at home, right now we are out on the porch in Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris and I are porch drinking, mm-hmm. which we'll get into what that means later. Right. Um, he literally has a laptop on a block of wood. Mm-hmm. And a microphone coming out of draped over a huge a mounted antler of a deer skull with antlers. Yep. Which I I tweeted um, for those of you who follow us on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is how we were recording, and we do this all for you, the listener. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And Chris had almost as kind of a dare told us told me weeks ago he's like I'll bring the equipment to record but I don't think it's going to happen and I told him no no if you bring it out we'll absolutely record and uh, last night I was kind of browbeaten by Chris (laughs) to tell me that we weren't going to record I told him no no we're going to do it and here we are I just felt like it, you know, because I was trying to pack light for this trip, and the recording stuff was potentially on the chopping block because I was running out of space. And I've, you know, at the last second, kind of rearranged things, figured out how to get it in safely, but felt like that guaranteed that we wouldn't actually get this. And done. I told him, I was like, if you bring it, we will absolutely record at least one show. Yep. So here we are, assuming that it it saves and and yes, <laughs> that would that would be unfortunate. Yeah. The other thing that is on this big wooden block, along with the laptop, our drinks, mm-hmm. and whatever mixer thing you have going on over there. Yep. Is the vertebrae of an elk? Yes. Yes. Which is not something that we planned on. Our friend found it down the hill from our house that we're staying in. Well, I spotted it, and she was enthusiastic enough to go... F- She's very enthusiastic about dead things, yes. yes. Yep. Um, so we, I- have a, we have, again, on Twitter, a um, piece of a elk vertebrae spine, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. Which my son is completely ready to turn into some sort of um, Renaissance festival type weapon. He's or armor or oh, who knows. Yeah, he's had several good ideas for it. So. Yeah, the the plan is for me to run a game of D and D for four, eight to twelve year olds. Right. That that should we should just record that as yeah, because I feel like it's just going to be hurting cats. Yeah, I th- we should totally record it as a as another episode. Yes. Absolutely, because you can just laugh at me trying to maintain order <laughs> from these folks. But they're excited. They're, they're they excited are. about creating their, their characters and trying to add some backstory to their characters and figure out why some of their, you know, why 
why my son's character has really low charisma and like what that means. Well, like, he just he continues does. to threaten one of the other girls to push her forward so she can check for traps. <laughs> right, she's checking for traps with her, yes. And this same conversation has been going on for the better part of four and a half days. Uh-huh. Where he's just like, I'm just going to keep pushing you forward to check for traps. And she <laughs> argues back that that's not going to happen. She's going to resist him. Right. And I don't know. Wait a second. We oh, have. Yes. Man. You need to pull up a chair. Yes. Pull up a chair, no, sir. Pull up a chair. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have the the birthday boy and the author of our Yacht Rock playlist here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very exciting. I've been looking forward to this Yacht Rock night for the better part of four or five months. <laughs> it's been built up quite a bit. We even tweeted to Kenny Loggins tonight. I'm hoping that he writes back, which would be amazing. Um, Let's get that but button. yeah, for we'll, we'll, welcome Chad to the show. Yeah, first guest. Woo. So give us a breakdown. We know thank you. you yes. We know you've been kind of researching this. You've been looking up kind of metrics for this. Yeah, give us give us the in in as condensed form as you can. What is Yacht Rock? What went into this? Well. I find that yacht rock is is something that is it's a feeling. It is a it is an idea that I think has been was far too long, and it's uh, it took a while to 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 be understood. But I think that the 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 masters of yacht rock, I think they, they defined it. Um, and then I, I've just been learning about it ever since, and I'm really happy to have, have figured out, because I think when I was growing up, like, I always heard it, but I never really, really understood what it was and why it appealed to me. Right. But now it it really does, and I, I, I think I, I have a deeper understanding of what that music meant and where it's come from, and uh, and I'm, I'm just happy to have a definitive idea to mold that around so so for me that makes sense. it captures a really specific time that i can think of hanging out with my parents and their friends and kind of what they were listening to mm-hmm. and what was on you know the kind of radio stations they listened to a lot of a lot of steely dan some some doobie brothers things like that but do you think yacht rock i mean when did this term happen is it a looking back kind of term or it was seems it like a hindsight in the in the moment in 1979 where people was anybody calling this out yacht rock or is that i don't think so i mean from what i've learned and from what i've been told and what i've been listening to like i i got turned on to the idea of yacht rock in 2000 whatever five or six mm-hmm. um there was that internet show yacht rock that came out jd reisner Oh, that guy, everything in terms of Yacht Rock. But he developed it, he created the show, and it kind of coined that phrase. And I really, I don't know, I really zeroed in on that idea, and I really enjoyed it. The show was a knockout, and then that idea that there was, like, a idea that there was some kind of smooth music that my parents gravitated towards was a big Mm -hmm. deal to me. And I... As I've gotten older and I've grown into a place where my parents were at the time when they were listening to this kind of music, and I actually understand like why they went to that music and why it was such a 
interesting place for them and like it just made them feel better it made them feel good i think it just was something they could drink to <laughs> as we are doing tonight mm-hmm. um we discussed sports drinking yeah exactly and i think it was something that was um it was just a it's just a great place to be and not and kind of, you it's kind of carefree but it's also very well considered it's not it's it's not angry it doesn't come from an angry place mm-hmm. even the even the songs that are are about divorce or anger and that that they're all they're smooth and we like, had a moment inside about yeah. the line where it got a little rowdy <laughs> but then there was a smoothness to it <laughs> there was a smoothness to it right so like that song's perfect right it encapsulates that idea where you you know it has like that, that aggressive guitar like da-da-da, you know and you want to it's aggressive but then all of a sudden it breaks into the the chorus and it's it's or the the verse and it's smooth and you just you, i don't know how they balanced it i don't know what these artists did but they've always were able to capture the smooth of the music oh, and i always train. really enjoyed it here comes a train that's <laughs> gonna smooth. that's gonna blow the sound for <laughs> yes. this podcast but so sit back and enjoy sit back and enjoy and just imagine this happening <laughs> four to six times a night as you're trying to sleep and thankfully my son who's 18 months old sleeps like a champ it's unbelievable mm-hmm. i feel like i should not come to it as i'm saying this It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's two to three times a night. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you, and it's really hot out here, so you need to sleep with the windows open. So you get the full force of the train, which really is what? It's less than 100 yards away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, could you throw a football from where we are right now to the train? <laughs> I, yeah, not. Yeah, it doesn't even require Uncle, Uncle Rico to. Maybe if you were like Brett Favre. No, not, not even. I think I could float I a frisbee down there sure. though and hit it. Yeah, you could definitely. If you, I got it, if yeah, I got if the wind. Sure. Yeah. All right, so Chad, do, can you tell us about the metric? Are you prepared to talk about well, what the metrics were for? There are metrics, and I don't want to like crimp on anybody else's metric out there. But I came up with my own ideas and metrics because I've. I've recognized this music for a long time, and I've always wanted to understand why, or what's the what's kind of the um, the factors that kind of hold this together. Why do I always identify with these certain types of songs? Mm-hmm. And so, I came up with a long, elaborate list of checkpoints for this. Mm-hmm. And others have done the same. What I don't want to. Well, I mean, there's a lot, so I, I can go through a few, but. Um, I'll just go through a couple. I have a 50-point scale that I rate these songs on. So, so for instance... So is 50 the top? 50 is the top. So okay. if you got all 50 points, you'd so be the top. 50? 50 would be like, what a fool believes. Human nature would probably Either get there. Okay. Uh, you know, there, there's a few heart-to-heart would, would get there. And these are songs that... Most Yacht Rock aficionados identify as like the top of the game. But okay. um, I haven't gone through and rated all of my songs. I've just been kind of developing this as I've listened to things. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to leave this up to people to decide on their own. Mm-hmm. But understood. I've, uh, you know, there's just a few, a few, a few things. And some of these things are very easily identifiable. Some of them are very subjective mm-hmm. to the individual listener. Mm-hmm. So um, 
So for instance, uh, you know, one of my questions that I ask is, do you want to dance but can't quite figure out how? <laughs> you know, that gets you three points. Uh, do you think you could make love to this song while it's playing, but you probably couldn't finish? <laughs> three points. <laughs> but you don't know how. No, you just don't think you could. You know, you could get going, but you probably won't finish. So <laughs> it gets you started, but kind of gets in the way. Yeah, it kind of gets you like, ah, it's getting in the way, but I want to listen to this. So that's three points. You know, and then there's some typical yacht rock things like, is there a nautical theme? Right. If not, is there a wistful theme of escape or suggestion of low key crime? <laughs> Two points. Is magic, light, fire, other elemental in the lyrical mix? Right. Two points. Do you hear a sprinkle of jazz and not hate it? Five points. Um, how attractive is the singer and members of the band? Is it difficult to tell if they are 25 or 50? Uh, do you think you would, probably wouldn't ball them, but now that you know they're responsible for this smooth jam, you'd consider it? Three points. Um, you know, and then there's, you know, is the jam touched by the yacht god Michael McDonald? That's five points. Sure, sure. Um, do you think you could play the song, but when you tried to learn, you'd, you'd be like, that's fuck all hard to play? No, that's three points, uh -huh. you know? Is a fool mentioned? Three points. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett, you minus 100 points um i don't know is this a kid-friendly I mean, podcast can i throw it down it's all right all right it's it cool i'll just check it we'll believe it out mm -hmm. um so for one point you'd consider trying cocaine after you hear the song <laughs> you think you could handle it everyone else is doing it why not one point you get a point for that so um maybe you could get into hats you could pull one off one point when you hear the song right <laughs> Um, I just have a question here. Just here, suit, two points. I don't know what that means, but I just came up with this. Uh, for one point, white pants seem like a sensible choice. For one sure. point. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Um, shoelaces are for suckers, but flip flops are for assholes. One point. You get a point for that. Uh, is that a tasteful harmony you're hearing? Background singing like a hug, five points. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The keyboards are greater than the guitars by sure. a two-to-one margin, <laughs> right. five points. Saxophone or trumpet gets you three points. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where I'd, I'd, I tend to differ from the other Yacht Rock people. If I hear a gated drum sound, that, that Phil Collins drum sound, right. minus ten. Yep. So wow. For people that it don't knocks know, you down. gated drums is the in the air tonight, The you know, that that is the classic sound. Yep. So that that'll that'll knock you down. You know, and if you're evaluating a song, is there an is there an intensity or an edge of bitterness? Is it raw? Minus ten. It's gotta be smooth. Mm -hmm. I mean that I you know, you gotta smooth the it out. Smoothness so. seems to be the key word. It's really it's gotta be it's key. Um, is it sappy or over sentimental? This is a really this is a fine point that I find there's a lot of late seventies, you know, soft rock music that crosses that line right. and just over sentimental. It gets really sappy. And that moves it away from the yacht rock place. Yacht rock is a subtle flavor, like a fine fillet of soul. Like I, I that's how I like to put it. So that if it's over if it's over sentimental or sappy, it's minus five. Uh, British, 
minus five. Uh, and then finally on my scale, Billy Joel, minus 25. Yep, okay. All minus right. 25. So, so what is your top Yacht Rock song? For you, your you favorite. personally. Just you what? personally, what hits the scale? I think... I think the smoothest song I've ever heard, I think, is Human Nature by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think that is, that's mm. the peak. <clears throat> Which we were talking about earlier tonight. Like, uh, if you told me to name Yacht Rock songs... That would not be yeah, on my that top 7,000 list. Right, that wouldn't have been what immediately came to mind. But you hear it, and you listen to it, and you realize right. that it's basically Toto playing with Michael Jackson, and it totally makes sense. Yeah, but Exactly. It's the smoothest song I think ever made. I mean, it brought together, like, the... Probably the best singer, one of the best singers we've ever had, mm-hmm. you know, in popular music with mm. the peak yacht rock band, I think, from that era. And it's just, it's gold. And I, every time I hear that opening flourish of the synths and the, everything, I just, I, I find that the smoothest song ever written. Now, um, you know, Michael McDonald has plenty of great smooth songs. Um, the log has plenty of great smooth songs. <laughs> Which, what, what, let's, because I think Kenny Loggins deserves some credit here. What, 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 what's up there for you for well, Kenny Loggins? Well, Heart to Heart is spectacular. Mm-hmm. This is it. Is I heard this is it as I was a, as a kid, and I knew that was this is different. This is another level of song craft. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, it was like the good vibrations of my youth. It really was like because mm-hmm. it does like a, it does like those crazy, like the chorus hits and you're like. What is going on? Like this is a this is a lot of depth and a lot of changes in the song, and I just well, and I think it's, I don't know. It's interesting that you say that because we're all in our early to mid forties, and it's all music we grew up with. And mm-hmm. like you said, our parents listened to it, and it was in kind of popular movies during the day in the eighties. And I think in a lot of ways, you just took it for granted. Like, this is just what music is. Well, I think you took it for granted, and then as time went by, you well, kind of right. dismissed it. Like, and, and I was thinking about this because we were talking a little bit about Toto, and I just want to once again plug, I, I should have done homework, but we have no internet access here, so I can't really do <laughs> well, that. We'll, we'll get into that topic maybe later in this show. Right. But, <laughs> but um there is a podcast out there where they break down Toto doing Rosanna. They have the whole board where they can isolate the different tracks and isolate just the background singing. And if you're kind of snickering to yourself about a band like Toto, I highly encourage Googling it and finding that podcast because you will have a whole new respect for what each of those musicians was doing on that track. They're making magic. And, and same thing with Kenny Loggins. I mean, Kenny Loggins has been an amazing songwriter for a long time that I think in some ways, I mean, even we were talking about Archer. There's, you know, he he figures into some Archer episodes. Like he's kind of become a joke um, for some people, but it's. I feel like that's part of what this for me. Yacht rock as a term has really exploded in the last probably five years, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's partially to me as like a recognition of like, wait a minute, like there was something pretty interesting going on yeah. here, and there were some pretty mm-hmm. amazing musicians and songwriters in this moment. Yeah. I, I, I mean, my thing was like, I mean, I'm a child of the 90s and of grunge and of that well, whole absolutely. era of irony, yeah. you know, where you like something ironically. And I think for a long time, I always, I like this music and I think I always kind of kept it at arm's length mm-hmm. because I wanted to be ironic or if I said I liked it, it would be an ironic 
pose in a way. And as I've gotten older, I'm you just it, embrace it's, it. It's seriously, it's been like kind of a freeing thing to yeah. be like, I love this music. <laughs> you know, like it means something to me. And I actually identify with themes that are occurring throughout the music. I identify with the growth, with the heartache, with the the difficult relationships, the overcoming, the 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 yearning for low key crime, whatever you know, like you know, like that that idea of escape, but not but not like that Jimmy Buffett bullshit escape, like right. just that idea that you can, um, just un- you're yearning for connection with people, and I think that flows through a lot of yacht rock songs, and I I really admire that, but it also it pairs with that the technical mastery that, of instruments as a non musician, yeah. That I don't really understand how technical it is, and I know you and and Chris are both musicians. You're in a band. Chris is in a band. Yeah. And you play multiple instruments, and that's not something I get. So for other folks who are listening who don't really play instruments, or maybe have heard a Toto song or a Kenny Loggins song, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh yeah, well this is it's good, it's interesting," but in layman's terms, like how would you describe the craft? of what Yacht Rock is about. I mean, to me, it's just, it it is a whole bunch of amazing musicians coming together and doing everything just impeccably. Like, it's, Yacht Rock is, like, the exact opposite of punk rock, which, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as I love punk rock. just get in the garage and see what happens. Right, right. But, you know, if you think of Steely Dan, like, that is a, bunch of amazing... There we go. There's the truth. Yep, here. <laughs> number two. <laughs> what was it? It showed up 15 minutes ago? It's back. Yeah, it's back. But guys that could could sit down and play a jazz set in a club and be amazing at it, but choosing to, to do something a little bit different. I don't know. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> pause. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're just picking up. It's, it's live. I'm, we're just gonna it's, do it. We can hear you. It's live. Yeah, uh, you're good. Um, I live. No, I, I mean, my, the biggest thing for me is when I hear music nowadays, it generally revolves around three, maybe four chords. You know, where you listen to this music and you're like, they're working in some like jazz chords. Their move, their progressions are insane. Like they can just. They can move. The engine is going right by the house. Yeah. Yep. So it's great. It's good. I, it's good ambiance. It's great. <laughs> um, awesome. Chad, but, you want white water rafting again? I did. How was that? Oh, it was spectacular. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I, it was really cool. I'd never done that before. I really enjoyed. Um, Almost bouncing out of a almost about what we did. We lost a couple people and the uh, the guide almost fell out of the raft. I wasn't sure. That she been kept interesting. Yeah, she kept saying like, "Oh, this happens all the time." I'm like, really? Like the the guide leaves the raft? I don't know about that. <laughs> it seems non optimal. No, it did not. I was like, "Well, we need someone to steer the boat," but you know, she was cool. Um, my children loved it. I think they liked the the uh, the veneer of danger mm-hmm. that it came with. Sure. I think um, they also uh, 
didn't understand that there actually was danger. Because, <laughs> like, I was kept thinking... Bliss. Right, but because after we had kind of our wipeout where our, our guide almost fled, but we actually did lose two people overboard. She pulled them back in by the shoulder pads. My 12-year-old son kept saying, well, it looked kind of fun, like, to go out of the boat. I'm like, right. you cannot go out of the boat. I kept <laughs> imagining him on the next set of rapids... Like purposely, out. Yeah, I'm gonna fall out, you know, and I'm like, that's not what you want to do. Like, that's not cool. So, right, um, our guide was very friendly and like nonchalant about all of it. But I was kind of like a wishing she would have said, um, yeah, you don't want to fall out of the boat because you could splinter and destroy your leg on a rock underneath the water. You know, she never really did that. So. Was, was there uh, any point in the entire white water trip that Michael McDonald was not in your head? No, no. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this evening for a while. I've been plotting it, planning it. Um, it really has been a perfect storm for the Yacht Rock Night. It's been in planning for a good six plus months. Yep. Well, what I was going to say, interestingly, is you know we've had a couple of different musical theme nights. That had not worked out. Well, yeah, and some people are into it, some people not, or like some people are into a couple songs, but not this one, and let's skip this. This is terrible, and we mm-hmm. already discussed the repetitiveness of the Star Wars, the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and the the yacht rock. Like, I mean, granted, we're all you know roughly the same age, but like a pretty wide range of musical tastes, and everybody, I feel like, was you know pretty hype. Pretty, yeah, digging the vast majority of, of the Yacht Rock tonight. Hey, even my 12-year-old son, he came up to me and he said, um, Dad, Yacht Rock has changed my life. <laughs> so I, it, you know, he's like, path. he yeah. did, he's like, this is smooth. And I'm like, you're right, it's smooth, son, and we're going to continue down this path because I, um, I think, I think he's a piano he likes playing the piano and he's been playing he for was a few playing years. something the other day and chris and i both looked at each other we're like is this Stray? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> yeah i was playing that dun, 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 yeah dun. i can't do it he likes to, i mean he plays yeah. a lot of music and he does a lot of garage band he's 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 always playing around horse around with music and i'm really proud of him and i i respect it because he's He's studying piano and he's doing it well. And he's only twelve, but he can play. But he also experiments. But he also listens. He listens intently to music, mm-hmm. and that's uh, something that I, I really enjoy sharing with him. But I don't, you know, I always caution against because, uh, you know, I don't want to foist my um, sure. opinions or taste on him because I know a lot of other parents who like pound their kids with their music and then they end up like they like put a clash poster on the wall of their parents of their kids bedroom you know and like it's like and i don't think that's the way to do it you know like i just like me putting a stick figure right pearl jam alive i think it's yeah right and i and i just for me i i want him to just see like i like the music i have enthusiasm for this music Mm mm-hmm if you want to share in that enthusiasm, that's great. If you hear it and you, you enjoy it, that's great. If not, no skin off my back, but I want him to... En- but he engaged in that music on his own terms. You know, like I exposed him to it, but I'm not forcing him to listen to it, I don't think, in any way. And that's important to me because that's how I've come to music and that's how my parents weren't musicians and... 
but I remember certain songs hitting me and it be making a impression. And so what's the first yacht rock song that, before you even knew it was yacht rock, oh, hit you? Yeah. Well, I mean, Human Nature was huge. That that whole Michael, Michael that whole Thriller show. album was monster, but. Right. That song, I always remember when that opening, like that, whatever that, that I don't, I'm not that great a musician, but like that opening, like, mm-hmm. like it's just magic. It's magic. Mm-hmm. The way they produced it and the way that that sounds is just magic, and it enwraps you like a warm hug. <laughs> and I, I've always loved that song. I've always loved what a fool believes because <laughs> I find that it's a strange. It's just an interesting. It's the Doobie Brothers, but it's the way he sings it. The melody is crazy uh, up against the keyboards that he's got, and the, like every single element. And there's doing something different in that song, and it's really amazing. And um, but it also like the lyrics of it are actually kind of interesting, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it's about a guy trying to, you know, understand uh, a woman that he's trying to that he's you know it's just that he's he's trying to reunite with but he's not able to do that and there was some depth there that i didn't quite understand as a child sure <laughs> but as i've matured that song has deepened every year that i've listened to it and that is a sign of a great tune to me like when the meaning of a song deepens There's every time depth. you hear it yeah or every year that you hear it that's that's really cool. And even that, that Michael Jackson song, same thing. It, like, it deepens every time I hear it. Where there's other songs on that album, they don't really deepen for me. They're, they're great jams, but they don't deepen for me. But that song actually kind of deepens to me. You know, and there's other Yacht Rock songs that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel the same way, too, with, like, Phil Collins and some other um, Musicians that I've heard in the 80s too, but like Phil Collins too, the same thing. I like he's not yacht rock, but same thing with like that whole face out, that face, his uh, uh what's it, face uh, face value, that album, oh, okay. same thing. Sure. Like, cause he sure, wrote that sure. when he was getting divorced, you know, and I hear that when I'm like eight years old, but now when I hear that when I'm 40, that's a completely different album to mm-hmm. me, you know, like this is an album of heartache <laughs> and there's a little bitterness to it and. Um, but it's fascinating to me. It's really fascinating. Like there is some age and depth to it that I didn't hear when I was a child. But I heard the production and the the um, singing and the like the the uh, verse chorus verse of it was the pop songs of it. But I didn't actually hear the depth of it. But now I hear it, and that's the same thing with all of Yacht Rock. I hear the depth of it, which is fun. So, so Chris and I have listeners of various ages. Um, I think mostly. A lot of our listeners are probably close to our age, but some of them are younger. And if for those uninitiated, like what album would you recommend for like, hey, this is a good starting point for the general vibe of Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. Listen to this and you'll kind of get the theme and then you can branch out from there. Sure. Um, Total Four is solid. I think Minute by Minute by the Doobie Brothers is solid. Um, that Thriller album actually has some really great songs on there that I think are great. Uh, it's Girl Be Mine, Human Nature's on there. Um, the, the funny thing is, though, is like Yacht Rock is kind of a singles mm-hmm. jam. Yeah. Like, there aren't really like full albums. Like I listen to like Kenny Loggins' albums, and there's 
there's really great like he always hits like two or three really good songs and there's some that are just like kind of wonky and kind of guitar driven and they're mm. not as smooth yep. <laughs> as I like this as I like as 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 what I'm looking for when yep. I'm hearing and we were rock. talking tonight it's yeah. it's easy for it to kind of spiral out of control like when I have listened to like satellite radio yacht rock stations pretty quickly a bunch of songs get played that in my mind Don't just, yeah it's not it's not rock. there it's like maybe it's from the same era or maybe there's a topic that's nautical or something but it's just it's not in my mind no it's not there mm-hmm. i mean people will default to like that uh christopher cross album mm-hmm. i don't know if it's is it called sailing i don't even yeah, know is i it can called see sailing? the cover mm-hmm. I, I think it's called sailing mm-hmm. and it's like that's like the the prototypical yacht rock like mm-hmm. default but actually i think it's which has some great songs on it. I don't want to default. I like I like Chris Christopher Cross, but mm-hmm. I think like that's not the pinnacle of yacht rock. Like I think it's good, and there's some really great songs in there, but it's not that's not to- totally it for me. Like I, the best yacht rock songs actually have some lyrical depth, musical depth, mm-hmm. like Steely Dan. Like that, you listen to their music, and it's like. That can be. There are some crazy, funny arch lyrics on mm-hmm. those albums, and they can. If you listen to them and you actually let it flow over you, and not, and not like my dad listened to Silly Dan, so I always hated it right. growing up. <laughs> but sure. I get it now, which is a funny thing. But I actually listen to it. And I actually. I get more out of it every time I listen to it. Unlike a Pink Floyd album where I would listen to it, I'm like, oh, I got it when I was in my 20s, but now I'm like, I don't really care yeah. anymore. But Steely Dan, for some reason, it gets deeper for me, which is a strange idea. Yeah. Like, I have to admit, like, Dad, you're right. Well, <laughs> you know? And it's, the... like, it's this funny to me. We, we titled this, Chris and I titled this podcast way back when we started it of Childhood Ruined. Which was this idea of kind of this tongue-in-cheek of looking back at our youth and thinking about how things are worse now. Mm -hmm. And I think Yacht Rock is kind of this interesting opposite of we look back and it's like, wow, something we grew up with is so much better than we realized. (laughs) And I think that's what kind of what you're talking about with your folks of like, hey... I get it now. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because mm-hmm. it's sort of the opposite of what our show is titled. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, mean, I, I think our show title has to do with just you know the things that you cherished in childhood and trying to look back and try to hang on to them and yeah. and yeah, dealing with them as an adult and reexamining them and whatnot. So sometimes they're reexamining as that something was a little bit better than you thought it was the first time around. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I. Yeah, all that music is the same. I have that feeling, and like I, it's uh, it's funny because it's I listen to the music, and sometimes I get sentimental about it. But then I'm sure. also I'm getting I'm getting beyond the sentiment to that. Sorry, excuse me, the sentimentality of it, mm-hmm. where I'm actually I'm just enjoying it. For I'm enjoying it for craftsmanship. Yeah, the, there's craft, but there's also something deeper there that isn't just me like oh this is a warm blanket from 1982 when i was in the back of the dots and listening to this and we were on our way to <laughs> rochester you know like there's something actually deeper there that that these p- 
people were experiencing and they were recording and they were singing about and they actually were able to establish a mood. But they also did it in a way that wasn't, it was subtle. And it's uh, it's an interesting, because I'm a punk rock kid, I'm a grunge kid, and like, mm-hmm. there's not much subtlety there. Right? I've seen your band perform. Yeah, we're not a subtle band. Mm-hmm. I mean, Calf is... It's a banger. It, it's it's rough, but right. it's it's a banger. You know, we're singing about you know William Howard Taft, but you know it's a long story. It's a long mm-hmm. story, but maybe future episode. It's yep. very it's a very aggressive song, but you know, but it's but not it's, yacht rock. But it's not yacht rock, and it's that appreciation of the subtle, the of trying to listen beyond the music, trying to get into an idea, and um, really feel something without it being without an artifice and without it being ironic and that's important yeah, to I me yeah i think that's that's key especially in in this day where everything is a joke it's a wink yes. it's irony yeah. it's everyone's too cool for school yeah to to listen to some of this music and just enjoy it and not wink totally at the same time yeah because that's something i've as a generation xer prime generation xer like yeah. i wink all the time and i'm trying really hard to not do that because i've kind of become to the i come to recognize there's damage there mm. <laughs> when you do that throughout sure. your life and i want to progress beyond that and um yacht rock that idea of yacht rock has been a way for me to well to if you if it, you so. want to give it a shot uh, you know, doing it on a porch with yes, the mountains of glacier in the background is a pretty. We good have place absolutely to... not been winking at all this no, evening. There's nope. been a lot of just unabashed enjoyment of music and good food and good friends and good drinks and good scenery, and it's been a it's been a good night. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna continue that going forward. It's not not over yet, but I think this is a good spot to to wind it down. Yep. So, Chad, thank you very much for sharing your knowledge and your perspective with us. And happy birthday once again. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Yeah. So thanks for having me on. I'm happy to come back anytime. Yes. Sweet. We might record tomorrow. Chad <laughs> <laughs> Park Jimmy happen this, tomorrow. Now that we got the antlers set it. up with yeah. the microphone, we're going to do <laughs> it. You know, it'll, be a, it'll be a different... Um, It'll be a different podcast with power ballads for tomorrow. Yes. Uh, tomorrow yeah. is power ballads. That might be a little more anger from me. So. I might have I have, might have more to say. <laughs> I think everybody but me will be angry on Friday. No, as I'll be I, very happy. Is that, when, uh, the power ballads is one thing. The Friday when it's DJ Chris is likely to make everybody uh, mad, yeah. except for me. So, DJ you know. Chris yep. Long Island Friday mm-hmm. could be a problem. Yep. If you play I'll Be Sure, I'll Be Fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, thank you for listening, folks. Uh, once again, I am at the IDM on Twitter, and Chris, where can they find you? Uh, at Geekzinga on Twitter. And Chad, I don't know if you're on Twitter. I am on Twitter, but I don't really. Do you, uh, you want to throw that out re- there? Reveal you know. myself. All right, no problem. That's cool. I appreciate the anonymous yacht rock knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Oh.